It's time to go into business for yourself. Get ready for another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. Education, insight, and inspiration. Here's your host, small business and franchise expert, Tom Scarda. So welcome to another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. Glad you are joining us again. It's another cool episode. We have a restaurant franchise veteran with us today. And um, if you are in the Midwest, you're going to know this concept really well. So we have just a, a really cool show for you today. And just want to let you know, my name is Tom Scarta, and I am the founder of the Franchise Academy. And what I do is help people figure out if franchising is for them or not. And I help people really make decisions based on facts and not on theories or or hearsay about franchising. I like to bust a lot of myths about what people think about franchising because franchising has changed my life. I love to help people change their lives. And so I, I base my whole business on helping people achieve their dreams through business ownership. And it is something that is a mission for me because so many people buy franchises for the wrong reason and never reach their dream. Or even worse, they have a failure and lose a lot of money. So I help, pe- I help people buy businesses based on facts and business goals that they have and not on, you know, they like the, the way the food tastes. So they want to buy the franchise. That is not a good idea. Today, we're going to be talking with Mike O'Toole, who has... Man, 27 years of restaurant experience, so I'm going to learn a couple of things here myself. Mike is with Good Sense now for 15 years, been in the industry for 27 years, and he's a husband and father, and he has um, four kids, uh, three boys, so we got to sell a lot of franchises for Good Sense so Mike can feed those boys, Um, and we have to uh, also help out his little girl who's only eight months old, so how exciting is that? Uh, Mike is very into sports and um, Kansas City Chiefs, I think, maybe uh, a possibility since Mike was born and raised out there. Um, And he loves to sing and play guitar, which is something that I try to do, but I'm tone deaf. So I'll never make the the American Idol finals. So, um, hey, Mike, are you there? I'm here. Great. Glad hey. to be here, Tom. I've had a chance to look into the the stuff that you're doing and man, I'm I, I'm I'm real impressed. Lots of education and and uh it's been nice uh, reading up on your stuff. So, I'm uh, it's a pleasure to be here with you this morning. Yeah, thank you so much. I mean, this is really an honor for me. Uh somebody who's been in in the industry for so long is just so so cool to me. So if if you are located in the Midwest, especially around Kansas City, you might know Good Sense Deli Fresh Subs. And they are they've been around for 30 years, but really just in that Midwest area. And now they have a mega plan to expand nationwide. So it's a really cool opportunity with a lot of open space for people to expand and and build their dreams through a really, really great franchise. So Mike, how did you get involved with Good Sense? Well, I've you know I've been in the restaurant biz for a while and um, was pretty successful making other people money. So I decided I wanted to to venture out and uh, and start my own business. Found that uh, franchising was uh, was the perfect spot for me, and I actually opened uh, my own Good Sense um, out in Arizona of all places, but just kind of. 
born and raised here in Kansas City, but ended up on the West Coast for a little while and and uh, just uh, I got married and uh, wanted to wanted to do something on my own. So I got into to good sense uh, as a franchisee. That's how it all started for me. Oh, wow. That's awesome. So you, you know, been in the shoes, you've walked the walk. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's really, really important in my book. As you're looking at franchises, you want leaders in the franchise that have been franchise owners that have been you know, in your shoes. I mean, there's no better way to say it. It's, it's so important in my opinion. Yeah. The, for the franchisee franchisor relationship, uh, is, is the most important in our business. And I, I think that, gosh, if, if anybody knows what our franchisees are walking through, I've, I've walked through it. I, I, I can guarantee that to all of our franchisees. So it, it gives me a unique perspective for sure. And then as I lead our teams, it's, it, it helps them understand through, through my leadership you know, what, what our franchisees, you know, walk through every single day. So, uh, it's definitely been a positive, uh, for me having both, uh, the, both the franchisee and the franchisor perspective. Yeah. Amen to that. There's nothing better in my opinion, uh, especially in the, uh, in the executive ranks. Yeah. So good sense has been around for 30 years. What could possible, what could possibly be new? <laughs> what, what are you excited about right well, now? Well, you know, it's, it, there's, there's tradition and there's there's tried and true things. You know, uh, Good Sense has been around for 30 years. Uh, we do have new exciting things, but the thing that grounds us, the thing that is our foundation, is 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 just what differentiates us from our competition, and that's our our unique uh, fresh baked soft bread every single day in the restaurants. And then we slice all of our meats fresh uh, for the guests, just like at a deli. Um, but you know, our, our bread is a, is a soft bread. It's, it's unique. It's not a, a hard French loaf bread. It's not uh, a typical Italian sub roll. It's kind of a, a, a soft, uh, sub roll that, that is actually pretty addictive. So our, our raving fans, they can't, they can't get enough of it. You know, you start talking about our soft bread and, um, and that's the buzz, uh, around our, our franchise for sure. Um, but the new things are, I mean, we've, we've, uh, we've gotten into this, um, this pre-made meal, uh, business, we call it sensible kitchen. Um, uh, and it's, it's, uh, pre-packaged, uh, pre-made meals. We make them fresh every day on, on site, but these are those meals that the guests can come and buy four or five of them, put them in the refrigerators at work or at home and, uh, heat and eat, uh, just a, as you need them. So they're perfect gap fillers. And, you know, we have uh, menu items like uh, meatloaf and, and uh, Alaskan salmon and different uh, items. But th- this new extension into our brand um, has really provided a great uh, uh, profit model for the franchisees um, because, you know, the, the bills are already paid through the sandwich business. So you've, you've added this, this new incremental business um, in the to-go space, um, that's really um, added on to uh, the bottom line for these franchisees. And that's, a, I think, a big trend where, you know, grocery stores or supermarkets are like doing a little bit of that because they realize that, you know, with our culture, we're so busy, you don't have time to cook. So the fact that you guys as a deli are tapping into that is brilliant. In my, well, in my we, we get a lot of credit for fresh food made fresh every day. Um, and, um, our executive, uh, team and, and our chef, 
um, our R&D team, they've done an incredible job with, uh, with these products that we can, we can make some pretty uh, creative, inventive uh, menu items through this, uh, through this to go, uh, through this to go space, because, you know, people come in for our sandwiches. Um, but these are kind of like those gap meals, or this is for dinner, like a, a lot of our slicers, they, they love to ask the question after they say, Hey, I'll take my penny club on, on that soft white bread. They'll say, Hey, what are you having for dinner? And it kind of makes them go, what, what What do you mean dinner? And then we introduce them to our Sensible Kitchen meal lineup. And, you know, guests walk out with two, three, four of these meals and and they're perfect uh, gap meals. So we're really excited about that that new part of Good Sense is Sensible Kitchen. Sensible Kitchen is just <laughs> brilliant. I have no <laughs> other word. I just, I love it because uh, I was in that grab and go space a couple of years back. So I, I know exactly what um, what you guys are doing and the, and the potential that that has for the unit owner, the franchisee, is just unbelievable. Yeah. And um, and you see a lot of people playing in that space right now. Um, there, there's some competitors out there in that grab and go business to where um, you know some of them are are thriving and some of them are, are struggling a little bit. But the 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 key to to it with our business is that. It's, it's under the same square footage. It's under the same rent structure. It's under the same overhead. And you're just, you're just adding on incremental sales. So that allows us to be successful with it and, uh, and, and, and see if this trend turns into something that's going to be a wave of the future, which obviously we think is, is absolutely going to happen. Mike, how many units do you guys have open? We've got right now? 73 units open right now, um, and two of them are corporate owned. We want to make sure that we've we've got our uh, feet on the ground and we're living that every single day. In fact, I'm I'm usually in our corporate restaurants personally a couple two three times a week. Um, it's real important that we stay close uh, to the actual um, operations of our business. That's and that's great. I love when companies do that. But do it that way. Have only you mm-hmm. know two, and not you know half of it. You know, when when half when the when the when the corporate stores are account for half of the inventory, sometimes that is not a great thing for the yeah. franchisee. Uh, so I like when they just have some test kitchens out there, like you guys yep, have. Absolutely, it just makes it because um, otherwise the <laughs> the big corporate guys will will take the best real estate in every <laughs> market, and then the franchisees get left over get get whatever left over, and we don't want to be involved with a system yeah. like that. Don't like that at all. What else is new and exciting? At well, it's, sense? it's, it's it, the, the, the buzz is technology and that's actually what's allowed us to, to step into this growth model is technology, both through, through our, our customer acquisition strategies and also through, um, our, our, our support strategies. So we've got, we've got a, a state of the art training program, it's an online self-driven uh, uh, training program um, where the franchisees can can give this uh, online school, basically online college or, or education system to their, their employees. And we can take them step by step through our entire system from uh, crew level right up front, making the sandwiches all the way through management or area management. So our, our Good Sense University is what we call it, is is 
technology driven. And one of the most exciting things that we've, we have with that technology is this text club. Our, uh, our director of training and development, Blake Ballinger, he's, he's connected with this uh, millennial generation, this young generation, this, what I, what I call is the, the, the kids that grew up with SpongeBob SquarePants. It's just quick, fast information. This is how they consume information now. This is how they, how they, uh, how they watch it and view it. So we have every single one of our procedures in a 30 second BuzzFeed style um, video that kind of goes through the procedure very quickly. And all they have to do is text a keyword to a text club. So if I'm standing in the restaurant and I'm like, man, how do I, how do I make onions? I just text onion to our text club and it provides immediately a 30 second BuzzFeed style video on how to make uh, onions. It's, it's incredible what he's done and, and we're excited about it. Yeah. I, I'm excited <laughs> about it. That's so awesome. And, it, and this is something that I've been kind of beating the drum about in, re, in the franchise industry is, is that, you know, the franchise companies, many of them, you know, like you guys are on the cutting edge of this mm-hmm. technology where, you know, local mom and pops, they just can't even afford it, let alone figure yeah. it out. And and the bigger you know franchises have these kind of cool things. Are, are you guys delving into um, delivery services, or do you have does each store have their own delivery? Well, we've places? we've delivered for thirty years. So uh, since our since our opening, um, Good Sense has delivered our sandwiches and, and our pastas, and now our Sensible Kitchen meals. Um, but you can't you can't ignore the delivery service providers that are out there. So. Um, one way that we can stay nimble, we're a small company, but we we uh, own and operate our own POS systems. So our point of sale systems are all uh, ours. So we can integrate and we can move quickly with these DSP providers. So we've integrated with with some of the major delivery service providers to where um, those orders come in right through our register, and it's all seamless and uh, and. Whether our franchisees want to manage a delivery driver and and all the liability that comes along with that in-house, or if they want to use a delivery service provider, we have that now available to where um, we can deliver consistently and uh, and consistently on time um, and has really increased our delivery uh, range, our delivery capability, and, and, and sales are increasing as well um, because now we deliver all the time. If it's snowing outside, we don't have to worry about our driver calling out sick or, you know, it's too busy. We can use these delivery service providers as a supplement to our, our in-house delivery. So it's, it's, uh, we are absolutely on the cutting edge of technology and also integrating with, with these bigger, uh, companies as they come along, we can move pretty quick. That's awesome. And and I think that that those services are, probably going to do better than your typical just uber driver and of course it, it's different different parts of the country if you're going to be near a um college as an example you'll probably do a lot better than being in a rural area if you're one of those drivers but um but i think that if you have a restaurant you can't not do that it's it's i, I mean i've been just hearing crazy numbers coming out of some in some of the bigger restaurants that you might know like mcdonald's that uh, what they're putting you know, in their um, in in their incremental um, revenue is just it's my head is spinning when I'm yeah. reading these numbers, and um, it reminds me of like I don't know twenty or thirty years ago when drive-throughs became like the really big thing, and 
I know here locally where I live, the local McDonald's, um, the owner knocked down the building and moved it 20 feet so he could put in a drive-in because it will add 30 percent to their revenue stream yeah and you know we're we're you know we always want to be on the cutting edge of technology we always want to be on the cusp of these things and because we are are who we are we can move quickly and one thing that we're on the verge of doing is being able to when we have a delivery we can actually go out and ping all these different delivery service providers We'll find the closest one and the le- least expensive one for the franchisee, and that's the order that will come through. So, I mean, our, our IT teams huh. are, are just, they blow me away every single day. And once you can do that, because it's yeah. the future is convenience. The, uh, the, the guest nowadays wants wants it fast, they want it quick, and they don't want to be burdened with with technicalities and, and logistics and all those things. And online ordering, um, we are uh, probably twice as much as um, uh, industry average on uh, our online ordering presence and, and our, our percent of sales in online ordering. Um, our marketing team, you know, I talked about training and that part of uh, technology and how we engage with our, with our team members and, and how we operate our businesses and support our franchisees. But our customer acquisition strategies and our digital media team uh, blow me away every day. In fact, we just, uh, we just made an uh, a endorsement deal with Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs, and he's a I don't, I don't know, you know, when you run through Google and you say who's more popular now, he's running up there with popularity nationally with, with the likes of Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. And, and we've actually, he's, he's ours (laughs) and we've got him on, on uh, commercials that just actually launched yesterday. And, uh, you know, I'm looking down at my phone as we're, as we're talking here, because it's, my phone's just blowing up. We've had over a hundred thousand views of our, of our commercial um, in the last 24 hours. And that's just no a testament of our, our digital team and, 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 uh, how, how that's how we can market to customers. You know, it's the, the old school of, you know, getting on network television and spending a ton of money and just throwing a net. We can pinpoint our marketing, um, strategies and the results that these guys are getting just blow me away every single day. Digital media is is yeah. uh, is is at the forefront of, of franchise marketing right now. Amazing, and I know I call it as opposed to you know TV broadcasting. I call it narrow casting. Yeah, um, I don't know if I coined that phrase. <laughs> I doubt it. I'm sure I read it somewhere, <laughs> but it's narrow casting. You're going right to the people that want to hear from you, and it's much less expensive to do it that way. It's it's the the world is changing minute by minute right in front of our eyes and you know of course we we talk everybody talks about that these days but it's absolutely amazing you know it just it reminds me you know you're talking about the technology and and the text uh, mm-hmm. club that you have for your millennial employees it just reminds me quickly that um, over the holidays my my kids were over now my kids are a little bit older than yours my my kids are 28 and 24 and um my my daughter wanted to show a video to my well, my son wants to show a video to my daughter. So he takes out his phone and he's like, oh, you got to check this out. You know, some kind of BuzzFeed, you know, silly thing. And she looks. And so she holds the phone and she says, this this video is a minute. I don't have time for that. I was, <laughs> yeah. And she was serious. I was yeah. like, oh, my God. 
I'm, I'm just, you know, in the other room saying, Did you I know, it's interesting as you bring, you bring that up, my, uh, marketing team, they, you know, I'm an operations guy and, uh, some, some famous person once said that you hire smart people to tell you what to do and not so you can tell smart people what to do. And, and man, I've got some smart people in our marketing team and, and there's this long form video and there's short form and there's different ways to use those things. And, and, uh, it's, you know, it could be kind of creepy, but you know, if people watch that long form, if they get to a certain level, um, of, of time watching that video, now you can actually retarget those people because they're, they're a little bit more involved And the digital marketing thing just kind of blows me away with those long and short videos and, and what they can do nowadays. I agree. And then I do a lot of video and I have a lot of stuff on YouTube and it's all about training, you know, to buy a franchise for the most part. And a lot of inspiration, too. I'm very into that motivation, inspiration. So uh, I know exactly what you're saying. I've been trying to teach myself all this stuff over the years. And um, and it's proved to be successful. You know, for me, a lot of people will call me up out of the blue or, or email me. Say, hey, I saw your video and I, I want I have a question for you. I want to pick your brain. And, uh, and that's what I want to do is help people uh, and let them pick my brain since I've been in businesses that were successful and I've also been in a business that failed and um, the failure is what made me a franchise <laughs> expert. Is, so, isn't that um, what happens usually? The, the your, Life is not perfect. And man, if you can learn from mistakes, it's almost the, the, the people that have the more mistakes are the ones that are ended up smarter and ended up more successful because you got to go through that stuff. So true. You know, the, the school of hard knocks is, is definitely the best school. <laughs> And it's not always yes. the cheapest school. So, you know, my, my, my mistake cost me about four Harvard ed- education degrees, but that's a whole nother story. Talking about that, do you have a story um, that you would share about, you know, your worst entrepreneurial yeah. moment? Were you well, willing to share something well, like I, that with us? I was uh, a self-employed entrepreneur during our, our uh, Great Recession, that they called it. And um, you know, it's funny is when we, we look back at, at the things that we learn or the experiences that we have, I, w- I would say probably the one that sticks out of my head is, is it was probably 2008, 2009. And, and, um, I, I, I feel like I'm a, I'm a guy of very high standards. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a guy that you can't clock in until your uniform is crisp and perfect. And, you know, I, I kind of create that culture and, Cleanliness is uh, is a huge deal. Perception is reality. I remember back in the day when I learned that perception was reality. It was like my aha moment of of wow, this is real. It's not how f- it's not two minutes of service. It's does it look like it was two minutes? That's more important um, in the service industry. It doesn't. It's your attitude and how you carry yourself. But I I, I I count myself as somebody that has high standards and. Man, I looked up one day. I remember I was washing my hands. Um, my wife's a dietitian, so of course in my restaurants we had um, we had foot pedestal uh, hand sinks, so you didn't have to touch handles. But I looked down and I'm I'm looking at my feet and and there's this you know I, 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 people that are in the restaurant industry know what I'm talking about, but there's this uh, mop line right <laughs> to where if you're just if you're just mopping mm-hmm. the floor normal, you're just gonna if you don't care if it's cleaned, you just kind of make this line. And then the more and more you do it, it's almost a black and white line between where if you were really going above and beyond, that was clean back there in the corners. But if you were just kind of mopping the mop, kind of makes this line. I looked down, I was like, oh my gosh, what happened? I, mm. I have gotten lazy. I've gotten complacent and, uh, and it woke me up. 
because I looked up and I found myself almost feeling sorry for myself, you know, like, you know, sales were down and, you know, you keep doing the same thing. And, and man, it really reinvigorated me. And there was my, I felt like it was my worst moment because I looked down, I I looked around, I realized that I had let circumstances kind of get me lazy. And in that moment, I said, I got to pick myself up. I got to, this, it's not all going to happen for me. I've got serious responsibilities for my own business. And sometimes in the franchise world, you kind of, you know, when things don't go a hundred percent your way, you kind of look back at the franchise and go, Hey, what are you doing for me? Where, but, but man, the thing that I learned was, you know, I've got to bring it, I've got to bring it every single day and I'm responsible for Mm -hmm. my, uh, my business. So, you know, that was kind of my, my worst moment. It's, I mean, it's not horrible. It's not dramatic, (laughs) but it it was just the little things, you know, um, just the little things. So, yeah, well, you know, nobody ever stubbed their toe on a mountain. (laughs) Yeah. And no, I've heard it say also, nobody's ever fallen to the top of a mountain. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Yep. So true. Um, so I want to also, you know, ask on that same, uh, kind of line of thinking is, is there like a, um, a moment that you've had that you could point to for your success? Yeah. You know, it was, it was, it was when I first started in my career managing restaurants and I kind of alluded to it earlier is that it was that aha moment of, of realizing that perception is reality. It's kind of hard to explain, but, but I realized one day that the, the, the environment that I put people in, it dictates their behavior. And, uh, and one of, I used to call it immaculate culture because I'm kind of a a dramatic guy. So I call it immaculate culture. Who's ever been immaculate before? It's kind of a word that you would hear in the Bible or something, but, uh, (laughs) immaculate culture. And I kind of wrote this article and it got published, but it, it was about creating an environment to where when people come in, they're, they're compelled to do something. I give a, an example of if, if you went over to a friend's house and uh, they had this kind of big, nice grand house and you walked in the front door and the carpet was white and that's, you know, the place was so clean that you couldn't get over it and sparkling. And, and you look down at your feet in the entryway of this house and there's a line of shoes on the floor. What would you, what would you feel compelled to do without any prompting, you feel like taking your shoes off like that. That's what you would have to do to enter this house. There's no sign there that says, hey, take off your shoes at the door. There's no um, somebody standing there to make sure you do it. It was just the environment. So I found that in the restaurant business, if you create that environment to where it's almost like it's an immaculate culture. I said it earlier with, you know, you can't clock in until your uniform's on. Some people think that that's just so hard. You don't know the people that I have here. You know, these people are a little rough and tumble. I can't get them to do this. But it, it's true. If you create an environment that is uh, dirty and messy and unorganized, that's how your people will behave. But if you create an environment that is clean and neat and organized, that's how your people will behave. And when I realized that when I was a manager, that propelled my success in in the industry. And I, back, back in the day, I was with KFC and I did that with, you know, five or six Kentucky Fried Chicken restaurants. I took a, a kind of a greasy armpit kind of a, a restaurant. And I'm not saying that that's what KFC is nowadays, but it can get that way with, you know, fried chicken. And I turned it into an immaculate culture. 
and turnover just dwindled almost down to nothing. I mean, I couldn't get rid of people and people showed up to the door because exceptional people want to work for exceptional people. Once that clicked in my head, that was my catalyst to success was perception is reality and culture drives behavior. So that's it. <laughs> Comes from the top down. That's the, those are some nuggets there. Yeah. Man. <laughs> that's something that we we should highlight when when I <laughs> post this video, uh, this podcast for sure. I will be doing that. That is so awesome. What's one myth about either your business or franchising in general that you would like? You know, to bust? it it probably goes back to what I was saying earlier. It even ties into that moment where I realized that wow, what am I doing? What am I doing? This this myth of uh, the franchise is going to do it all for you. And I, I would love to sit here and say as the leader of a franchise, hey, we're going to give you this and we're going to make you successful. But man, if you don't bring the will and the heart and, and operate your business with ownership and with uh, high standards and, and you execute, um, it's, it's not going to work. <laughs> no, no business will work no matter how good the franchise is, no matter how good the name is. If you don't execute at the store level, it's, it's not going to work. So I think that a big myth is that, well, I can go open Mike's subs and pastas, um, and do it myself, or I can go to a franchise and it's all going to be done for me. True. We're, we've got some systems in place that, that will make you help you become successful. But unless you execute it and unless you do it with a passion and you bring your will and your heart, it's not going to work. And, and I think that that's, that's the big myth that, you know, when I, when I sit in front of a franchisee, a prospective franchisee, and they're about ready to, to, to sign up, I want to, I want to make sure that I say, we're going to provide you the education that will, that will help you become successful. But this it's business. It's not easy. (laughs) takes hard work. It takes dedication. So, you know, I, 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 I maybe even should not say those kind of things because I, I probably scare some people off, but it's just the truth. It's, it's hard work. It's your business. It's it take pride in it. And, and we're going to help you. Absolutely. But uh, execution is key. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I think if you listen to any of my podcasts or videos, you, you would hear me say that if you're the kind of person that joins a gym and thinks yeah. that you're going to get in shape just because you joined the gym, you know, you shouldn't buy a franchise because just, just because you buy a franchise yeah. does not mean you're going to be successful or make money. Uh, you have to actually show up yeah. and work the equipment. Absolutely. So, <laughs> I think the analogy works really well. So is there any books or resources that you would recommend to listeners, people that are uh, out there and thinking about franchising or maybe yeah. you are a franchisee. Well, already. I mean, I, I read a lot of books. I'm, I'm a Christian. I, I, I read a lot of uh, Christian style books. Um, one book that I'm reading right now is, is God is my CEO, but it's just, you know, I, I just like to kind of ground myself oh, yeah. in, in that. And, and usually at the heart of, of that, that kind of, uh, education as I read, read through books is, is just the, the, the people part of it. You know, it's, it's making a connection with people. Business is is all about people, and if you don't have people around you, you don't invest into them and take the time to to talk with them. That's you're just going to lose. So I I kind of read those books, but I think the the 
the biggest book that's made the biggest impact on me is is The Tipping Point, Malcolm Gladwell. Uh, we're always looking for the, the thing that's going to tip any business at the tipping point, what's going to push us over the edge. And and one of the things he talks about is something that I hold near and dear to my heart, which is he talks about the broken windows theory, which is similar to this immaculate culture that I talk about is is the, the culture drives behavior. And and I just love that book because it, uh, it 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 really spells a lot of things out. So that's 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 one of my favorite books. I agree. I love all of Malcolm's stuff. And, and I often go and watch his uh, he has videos out mm-hmm. there and all sorts of stuff. And um yeah, just a really great guy. Love that. And and I'll add on that, you know, I'm I I like to read, but I'm not a great reader. So I'll listen to uh audiobooks, but I also just found an app for the phone. It's called Blinkist. And what Blinkist does is it takes like every great book out there and you know, there's uh-huh. the eighty twenty rule. So twenty percent of the book really matters, eighty percent and a lot of it yeah. a lot of the time it's fluff. So what they do is they take a book and in like a 10 minute audio recording, they give you the 20, yeah, 20% of what matters. I love, just love it. It's great. It's, you know, it's our culture of, um, you know, more ADD stuff. Craig Groeschel got a leadership uh, podcast that he does. He does some fun things. And he, he, he says that he always reads the first, uh, first two lines of every paragraph when he goes through a book, because they're probably going to say, what they want to say in the first couple lines of the paragraph and he moves on and, and, uh, gets through books that way. I'm kind of with you though. I, I'm, I, I'm not the, uh, the reader type, but I understand the value and the importance of, uh, uh keeping your mind sharp and reading daily. So, um, I'm with you though. I listen to a lot of books. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to do it. If you're commuting, I mean, there's a lot of ways to do it. just on the treadmill, or if you're running or whatever you're doing, you could just listen to that or you there could you just go. listen to this podcast. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> so, Mike, um, I want to end with parting piece of guidance and also the best way people could get in touch with you and Good Sense as well. Uh, anything? Yeah, that, I that just I would just say that uh, I understand there's a lot of people listening to this podcast that are contemplating, thinking of getting into the franchise business. Um, I, I just think that that uh, that there's a lot of options out there. There's just, there's lots of them. And, and what you want to dig into is what differentiates you from the other. Cause it, there's a lot of sandwiches out there. There's almost a sandwich on every street corner. And, uh, what it comes down to is quality. I know you said at the top of the podcast about, uh, loving the food. I think you got to love the food, but you also got to love the support and the, and the tools that you'll get from a franchisee that'll help you become successful. And uh, I think that that's that my biggest advice would be to to dig into how they're going to help you in the education that's provided and the support that comes with that franchise. I I think that it's critical to success. Um, I've been on both sides of it, so I know that when you don't get the uh, the support, when you don't get that that uh, education, that it makes it harder. So uh, I've got a heart for it. I think that that's the best guidance I can give is 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 really dig in. You got to love the food. They got to have a product that that the guest is going to choose over the other. Um, but also, this is your commitment for a good amount of years of your life um, and your life savings for uh, a lot of people. So uh, you want to make sure that the that the, the franchise is going to be around for a while, and they're going to support you in your success. That's right. 
Yep. Great, great advice. And um, what's the way? Uh, I think goodsensesubs.com uh, is the best way. You can check out our new lineup of Sensible Kitchen Meals there. Um, there's some bios on on that page. Myself, Mike O'Toole, you can catch me at motool at goodsensesubs.com. That's my email address, M-O-T-O-O-L-E at goodsensesubs.com. And uh, I'd, I'd love to hear from anybody. Yeah, that's great. Um, and don't hesitate to reach out to Mike on that. And um, you could always reach me at Tom at the franchiseacademy.com. I'm going to put the links for Mike's information and good sense at the bottom of the podcast on the franchiseacademypodcast.com. And Mike, thanks a million. Love having you on here. We'll do it again. Have a great one. Bye-bye. This has been another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. For more info, go to our website, thefranchiseacademypodcast.com. Remember to subscribe to Tom Scarta's YouTube channel for educational videos on franchising, education, insight, and inspiration.